Okay, so me and my friends, um, I've been on and off introducing them to the UFC uh, for the past year or so. Like, ever since I moved to the area, it's like, oh, there's a fight night. Hmm, who can I rope mm. in to try to watch it with me, even if, even if they won't understand it? Okay, then who can I get drunk enough to see it? And so, you know, I get a couple of guys. Oh, who I get a couple of guys, sometimes a few girls come over, you know. Watch the fight. Oh, um, hey, don't need don't need to brag, dude. Jeez. I mean, they're all married, and then um, <laughs> they're all married to the dudes I watch them with. But um, but show. no. So I've been watching the UFC on and off, getting them more and more into it. And believe me, they're more into it. Uh, we just started watching UFC. We started watching the earliest UFC fights a couple of days ago. Oh yeah, so UFC one. You got like the sumo wrestler versus. Uh, <laughs> versus that um, was a, uh, Swedish. Was a, I think I think it was um, it was a uh, karate or kickboxing. His name was like Gordeaux, yeah. Garad Gado or something. It's like a two hundred pound difference. I'm I'm just sitting there going, man, is this yeah. is this what we're gonna look like in twenty years to whoever is in the UFC twenty years from now? Oh, I mean, no, not that drastic, but it's gonna be a huge uh, change. Not like that though. That was different, dude. That that dude, the sumo wrestlers. Tooth got knocked out. My oh, goodness. His tooth got knocked out. He got lodged in the guy's foot. And instead of taking it out, they were like, you know, it's too deep in there. We might as well just wrap it up and have him continue fighting for the rest of the, for the, rest of the night. Hey, he, he made it to the final. He did make it to the final. And it was a quick, quick, quick submission by freaking Hoist Gracie. Just, yeah. And that, like, that got me on a roll. Just like, man. So if I, like, so me with my, what, five-year experience watching the sport yes i'm what you would call an a quote-unquote intermediate fan but you you're more of a season <laughs> fan right so this segment i wanted to give it a shot just like your mount rushmore plus one so top five fighters Ooh. of all time uh in the at least Ooh. in the at least just for the ufc but maybe as a add-up question to before we get right into it what is your criteria for these fighters if, if if someone just at the bar, I mean, cause you're 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 at the bar, and yeah, some guy's watching a fight. And he has no idea what he's talking about, uh, and yeah. it's annoying you more and more as you watch. You're you're just at the bar. You're sitting alone. You're drinking, or you might be with a friend. But there's this other dude next to you. He's just he's he's talking out of his ass, right? Of course, yeah, yeah, all and the he's, time. He, but he's asking you a bunch of questions. Um, so yeah, what do you consider are the proper criteria for? the greatest fighters of all time um uh geez obviously um i guess championships championship runs i mean mm -hmm. win loss record does not matter in mma you can lose in it like it's not going to destroy your career like it would in boxing uh what you bring as far as like interest if people care if you're exciting you talk trash all that all that stuff not so much i mean it's easy to just give an answer uh, whoever just has the most title defenses of all time or something, you know, or mm -hmm. most championships and whatnot. Cause that's not just, I mean, mm -hmm. also it's just, uh, it's whoever's opinion, opinion, you know? Yeah. But like, if, if you were to objectively measure it out, like what are certain things you're looking for? So you're saying win loss doesn't really matter. It's more like context. It's it doesn't, it doesn't really win loss doesn't really matter. And, um, I guess if you do have a loss, you know, there's rematches all the time in MMA, so you can always avenge your, your losses and whatnot. 
there's that. But if, you know, the easy standard answer to that is pretty much your your title title wins, title defenses, mm-hmm. how many title runs you've had. Would you consider and, like cultural impact part part of that equation part of the equation as well? Uh on um yeah, on a more like professional answer but you know my my answers are based on bro science so (laughs) but yeah you you can you can put that in consideration their culture and impact Mm -hmm. uh their you know cult uh influence global influence and whatnot yeah of course so for your list did you put any of your personal fan favorites or was it all just like objective uh objective fighters did you think are the best no it's it's just it's who, who it's straight up who i think are the best yeah there's all right there's some there, there's some fan bias in, in some of them but of they, course. it makes sense like for me um, like if whoever is i mean there, there's there's a few um on my list that i'm just like yeah i probably there, there's a there's a few i know that don't make my list that i know a seasoned fan or a seasoned viewer of the sport is gonna say for sure like they like this how could you not put this person in your list, yeah. you know. So before we get into the top five, who like sure. who are some fighters that always come up uh, in conversations uh, that just don't quite make the list? But if they made the list for someone, you wouldn't argue with. Oh, geez. I mean, that's uh, Demetrius Johnson is one of them. Do you remember yeah, Demetrius Mighty Johnson? Mouse. He was yeah, he's like, Mighty Mouse. Yeah. So he like he what thirteen defenses? Uh, right? it was eleven. 11 i believe it was 11 and like yeah. the only supposed knock against him is that like what maybe a lack of <laughs> a quote-unquote lack of competition that's about it yeah that right. was his only that was his only weakness is like he was mm-hmm. just so much better than everyone else that mm-hmm. it makes the other 125ers just they seem like cakewalks but they're not they're actually probably like the most you know they're definitely the quickest most exciting um yeah. skillful weight class but it's just you know, not exciting to watch smaller fighters, but Demetrius Johnson would definitely be, he could be left out, but he's in that conversation always. Another fighter comes to mind. Uh, I mean, so many come to mind, but like Fedor Emelianenko. For, yeah, that's a fighter that, you know. Um, it's just because yeah, it seems like it never, uh, you know, that whole spiel between him and the UFC, quote unquote Dana, just, it never worked out. He never got to face like these top, top, top rankers at, when when they were at the top of their game. You know, the closest thing I think we've seen is what Chael Sonnen in a Bellator match. Right? No, yeah, no, that that's no, that's not true. Just because back back in the mid two thousands, Fedor fought for Pride, you know, mm-hmm. Pride Fighting Championship, and back then, you know, arguably they had the same or you could say better talent than the UFC, but they definitely had better talent. Mm-hmm. in the heavyweight division in pride and that w- and pride is where fedor dominated so yeah, yeah the so that the competition was better back then mm-hmm. especially heavyweights yeah that seems to be the case even with the ufc and pride it, it seems like uh fighting organization organizations worldwide they prioritized the heavier weight divisions whereas now it seems like it's more well it, it might seem more well-rounded you probably get more variety per weight class but it feels like back then if you look at like if if you just go into YouTube and you look uh, UFC top knockouts of all time or top like submissions of all time, a lot of it is yeah. like, these heavier weight classes. And yeah, and like consi- taking that and given that, I feel like there's a lot of fighters that 
objectively don't make the list, but it's like an emotional, like, ah, like why, just why doesn't he make the list over someone like, you know, X, you know? Yeah. 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 You, you get what I'm getting at? If, if me as an intermediate fan, I look at recent days. <laughs> I love saying, you know, cause, cause you're not, that's so funny saying intermediate fan because it's, cause there's casuals, right? But you're like more than that. But, yeah. So yeah. I I'm, I'm a, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to front. I'm a step above casual. It's something I want to know yeah, yeah, more for about. Sure. It's something that yeah. like, I one the reason is is probably there's no question about it. I think it's the best sport objectively for broadcast Oof. and like for Oof. growth right now. There is no other sport that is as consistent and yeah, you know, politics slash drama free. Well, there's plenty of drama, but like not not outside the realm of sport for the yes. most part. You know, we we if you you could open a can of worms in many different directions, but it's just like yeah. I'm not going to front and sit here and say, oh, I've been watching since 2008. I've been watching, you know. So for me, it'd be mm. impossible for me to go back and say something like Randy Couture. Even though I've seen a lot of his stuff. I've seen Rampage, you know, Anthony Johnson. Um, yeah. Or like Tito, Leota, like, uh, uh, or Vanderlei Silva, or even Anderson mm. Silva, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit. It's just like... Oh, yeah. I could throw out a bunch of these these names and pretend like I've seen a bunch of these matches and pretend mm. like I was there to witness that history. But in all honesty, no. You know, my list yeah. is based off of what I've seen and objectively as best as I can, how to compare yeah. it down. It's like if someone came, if if someone decided to watch basketball five years ago and the Warriors were at the peak of their game, you think that their list is going to be very, very different. You know? Their takes are going to be very different. Yeah. I would just hope that... <laughs> I would just hope that if you are one of those people, you're maybe humble enough or you're knowledgeable enough to to acknowledge that yeah, my your knowledge is limited and there there's more that you have to consider, which is why I want to pick at your brain, man. Like did have oh, you geez. ever gone have you ever gone back and watched any of the old I you you have, right? UFC one, uh, all those old stuff. No, I, I, I have before, but it's 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 hard to watch, man. But uh cause Back in the day, it's it was just like one style, and then that's the crazy course, part about it. Yeah, like that was the coolest slash most insane part of the event. You know, me and my friends, me and my roommates were just watching it. It's like, wait, wait, yeah. wait a minute, he's fighting again. Like, it's an all-out tournament. Yeah. He's fighting again in the night. Like, there's no stoppage. Yeah. And in that first fight, like in that first UFC event, um, Oza reported the refs couldn't stop the fight. Right. They they could they, they they were there to stop the fight, but it's the first time that's that's kind of happened. So even as people mm-hmm. are are being finished, tapped out, knocked out, or whatever, they're kind of still like hitting the person, and the ref is kind of confused of like, oh shit, I'm trying to stop this fight, but mm-hmm. people are still fighting. It's so it's so strange, dude. It's so different. It was I such mean, a bizarre, it's, but they, it's they the first of way. its kind. It it really was yeah. the first. Yeah. People really, you know, uh, what you're saying is right. People were really <clears throat> style heavy. What were you gonna say? They they wanted um it was easy to advertise because it was just like a, they advertised advertised it as like you know there's no rules like anything goes uh who's the best fighter out there and re- what really the real the end game or their plan was to show the dominance of, of Brazilian jiu jitsu mm-hmm. and that's because one of the Gracies were the were the original people that started uh, UFC one or UFC. Was it and, Helio and, or was it just? I forget. It wasn't Helio. It's it was one of his sons, and 
You know, initially, because, you know, obviously, Hoist Gracie won the first yeah. one, right? Uh, he won three? Initially, yeah. like, the easy... He won three, yeah. I believe he won one, two, and three. But with... Uh, in, initially, if you ask any of the Gracies, they were... They would have said, no, no, don't put in Hoist Gracie. You put yeah, they in wanted Hickson, Hickson. yeah, because he was They wanted buffer. Hickson. That dude is... That dude's a freaking monster. But also, you know, Hickson is a, what, 200... 20 pound you know 225 pound heavyweight mm-hmm. brazilian jiu-jitsu wizard but that's not impressive they needed to put hoist gracie in there because this dude is 175 pounds skinny and yeah. it's more it's more impressive to have someone like that just like completely work these these other dudes in Which the competition is crazy because i mean ufc2 hoist took down this guy who had at least 90 pounds on him 90 uh, and that guy was also a grappler in and of itself yeah 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 yeah, Hickson. Dang, you went back, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't. I mean, I tried watching those. It's pretty painful. No, I mean, I, I, I'm recent. It, it is painful, but it is so funny. It's the best thing, though. If you have, like, if you got friends yeah. over, I and mean, if you got people who've yeah. never seen stuff like that before, like, showing them that, it, it's yeah. almost a whole nother form of entertainment in and of itself, right? Because, like, rules are so oh, different. Yeah. You know, the calls are different. You got Big John McCarthy yeah. there in, in uh, UFC. Like, they basically, he was a cop, and he, they, they basically went to him, got him in, and, you know, the whole thing with who can stop the fight or whatnot. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Early UFC. Just, uh, it's <laughs> real entertainment. But, but that just got me thinking, like, hey, you, could you imagine if, like, uh, Yo Romero were to suddenly be plucked back and, like, sent back in time to that UFC oh. one? What would happen? To For, forget about it. You, you, can, you can put in the number 15... 15- whoever is the last rank or 15th rank, like welterweight mm-hmm. into back in UFC one and they would dominate. When did it all start to change? When did all, when did people, st- I know, I know that event may have cat, you know, yeah. may have been the catalyst for people starting to consider ground, you know, on the ground kind of com- combative sports and combative um, martial arts. But like, when, when did you really see the shift? Cause Dana, what Dana and Dana took over, in 2001 yeah something like that the yeah. the shift was yeah as, as soon as dana took over but you know before but before it was always you needed to have a base right what is your base skill set and yeah and you know that that one showed that jujitsu was the best but the, there were you know for the longest time the best uh, skill set was was wrestling because you literally can control where the fight goes mm-hmm. and and there's you know I hate that in MMA scoring, like you get so many points for getting takedowns, but it's just so important to have wrestling. Um, and it, it would be wrestlers that develop into, you know, strikers or kickboxers that develop into jujitsu people. It, it was always one base, and then it evolves to what it is now, to where people are going into training as MMA fighter, like MMA training, not mm-hmm. so much like, like MMA is like its own thing now. You know, I feel like, like it's still own martial art. Yeah, I feel like you still need a base though, just because you you need somewhere to oh, yeah. start off from. Because I don't I don't know of any, I mean other other than if you were twelve and somehow your your dad was rich enough to send you to someplace like AKA and you just you just started doing all this or like mm-hmm. it's usually it's usually you start off in one. Hey, you know I like this. Might as well try something else. It was before yes. before it was so with that first UFC event. The reason it's so jarring to me is because it's almost like a like time split like there, there's a time shift dimension or whatnot I'm, i know i'm throwing a bunch of nerdy topics out but like yeah man something happened where people were very kooky about styles and there was a lot of superstition about you know people had different powers you know freaking tai chi 
a lot of oh, no, you know that's... people people pretended to be you know they were a bunch of lunatics and i feel like the that stuff that stuff is that stuff is so fake and so like entertaining to watch if you just like catch stuff on youtube also if you have time go like search joe rogan makes fun of fake martial arts oh, all the time all the time i that that stuff that stuff is sort of the catalyst for this conversation too just because it's a blast yeah. i wanted to just you know even with culture there's you know movies like karate kid or these kung fu movies with people taking on yes. a bunch of people which is mildly wildly entertaining but even someone like bruce lee Will be the first to tell yeah. you that you know, he when people ask him oh what's the best style he's like why not just learn it all so you don't have to worry yeah about it. No, yeah no, not so much learn it all but he said take one good thing from each martial art why mm-hmm. not because because back then it was it was super culty like you need to if you yeah it was very kung, culty. Uh, yeah yeah if, if you were in a kung fu academy that's it you're not branching out to learn jujitsu you're not going to learn boxing like that that's it you know it's so so glad that that's not a thing I hate to put him on blast, but even my my admittedly limited experience with uh, Taekwondo, I did Taekwondo for two years. Um, yeah, yeah. My mas- my grandmaster, he was very, very good, but like there, there was still that culty kind of mentality of like the master's word is all. And it's just like yeah. almost unreasonably, you know? Whereas yeah. now it seems to, the world seems, the martial arts have evolved more into an actual sport. You know, everything oh, from... Yeah more recognition to ESPN acknowledging it like to see the first UFC and to compare it yeah. now where it's being advertised on ESPN plus like as exclusive yeah. fights it's crazy crazy world of difference yeah. yeah dude I mean the first step with that was Fox I remember man I don't even know if we talked about this in past podcasts but the first time I heard the the, the Fox sports tune on the mm-hmm. UFC I was like like they came a long way this is like they made it this is it and i said one day it's going to be on espn and that was after spike right that was after they got it from spike yeah spike you know like um it was first it was spike which is kind of um it's a super bro-y you know channel kind of marketed towards like surfers you know no no not yeah you could say surfers but just like you know beard swilling you know bros Kind of like that, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Once they made the jump or the move to Fox Sports, that was their first, mm-hmm. the the first jump and showing everyone like, hey, this is this is a real sport. This is a you know we're professionals. You know, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's always interesting to analyze like what what has led to where we are now because you 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 take that and then you look at you know something like COVID nineteen, which shuts down the global economy, and then it yeah. feels like if you look at it in a tunnel vision almost. If you if you look at it with tunnel vision, the UFC hasn't lost a step, none. Nope. Like this year, yeah. you, you could take everything into consideration. You know, the NBA they're struggling to get off their feet. I mean, they're just they have games going, they have scrimmages going on right now. There's talks of um, the NFL, all this other stuff. You know, soccer. Maybe it's because yeah. those are team sports, but the UFC just like in and we're talking in the heat of coronavirus, like in the heat of yeah. the fear, the peak fear of coronavirus. You had Gaethje versus. <laughs> Ferguson, you know, just they, they don't fight, they didn't yeah. lose their step at all. <clears throat> uh, yeah. one one more note about older UFC. Uh, Hickson, you mentioned Hickson Gracie, right? Do yes. you remember he was in the Hulk movie? No, actually, I haven't seen the Hulk movie. Wh- uh, which, it was Hulk two thousand eight. Um, it had Edward Norton That's... in it. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just this weird scene of like Hickson Gracie. He's supposedly a trainer of Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner is trying yes. to control his breath, and you see Gracie uh, Hoyt's uh, Hickson, he can do that like weird ab thing where it looks like his abs are contorting. Like, 
yeah he, do, he like does a, that in the movie it's a, it's a form of like uh it's like a yoga technique it's or some kind of yoga technique i don't know but yeah it's something with breathing that's, that's yeah that's wild so he was supposed to fight it's because he should have been the one to fight just because he was buffer he was shorter he 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 was he was, he was better you're talking about hickson yeah uh yeah hickson body type wise and and also hickson was just a better he was better at jujitsu than than freaking hoist gracie mm-hmm. like he was the guy like so everyone nice. everyone will tell you everyone in that, that family will admit that hickson was the best out of all but it's just nuts. not impressive to be beaten by you know two 220 pound man than it is a 175 do you ever see the rematch between uh shamrock and hoist uh it was a no i yeah i watched bits and pieces of it it was pretty bad it was first uh i believe they called it a super fight yeah they called it a super fight me and my friends we watched it just the other day it was just like this 30 minute 40 minute non-stop grant like they were on the ground just, for 40 minutes you know yeah yeah you can't imagine yeah. if one if there's certain things that you know i look at that it's just like man well if if hoist didn't have his gi Yes. I think Shamrock wins pretty easily just because he doesn't have anything to... Shamrock outweighs yeah, be- him and he can brawl. Yeah, because cause gi, um, gi jiu-jitsu, you're mm-hmm. using... They use the gi as a, as a weapon as well. It, it helps with grip, of course. And also, you can use the sleeves, you know, with chokes and whatnot. So it's... Yeah, I, I don't like gi. Mm-hmm. But what do I know, you know? And the other part was like, man, if Hickson had been the one to fight Shamrock, like, I don't know how long, yeah, because that that might have been the better fight. But yeah, that's yeah, Whew, yeah. Just going back doing your history, it's just something I enjoy. But that brings us to who we consider yes. our top five. So Eric, oh yeah, without beating around oh, yeah. the bush anymore, we're obviously going to still talk about who doesn't make the list because you know you go oh, yeah. five, you go five down to one. It's just like man, there <laughs> there are too many good fighters to not include. Yeah. So number five, um, okay. I'll go first. I got. Okay, I'm the I'm the I'm the newbie fan compared to you. I'm, I <laughs> hey, okay. I can uh, I can throw I think I can throw out two names that I feel just like are neck and neck. One maybe okay. more than the other, but I got Connor or uh, Liddell, Chuck Liddell or Connor McGregor. Just because that five category for me is yeah like the cultural impact, mm. like the biggest cultural impact. Like he Connor probably trumps everyone on the list as far as like cultural freaking like money making like yeah in terms of who made the ufc money right but like then you i feel liddell is a pretty good comparison to connor as well just because of his draw like his story yes and his like and both of them are hall of famers but i feel like it's comparable where they were you know very strike heavy um drew in a lot and were arguably like no one would complain if you put them in the top like 10 or top five Right. Oh no, no, absolutely not. Yeah. The thing, yeah, Chuck Liddell was—he was the perfect fighter back then because MMA was still in a phase of it trying to be a real sport, and also the only the only fans or the only their only draw were, you know, were the were the bros, and Chuck Liddell was like the perfect fight, like the perfect fighter for that era. He like, looked the this part. Is why people tuned in. Yeah, he looked the part exactly. Yeah, he was a character, and he was a guy. He was a guy that partied. Like, dude, the dude was fit he had a six-pack but he had a beer belly like he had he had the, mm-hmm. the six-pack over the beer belly <laughs> this dude parties he he's a uh, obviously he only he only does stand up but he has good enough wrestling defensive mm-hmm. wrestling no one's going to take him down so you're stuck having to fight this guy and you know this is back then he had 
lightning in his in his hands. So this was a Chuck Liddell. His his reign was maybe a little bit before you even started watching closely, right? Just uh, yeah, we right right before, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember like his popularity in comparison to someone to other sports uh superstars at the time? Like, what was it like? Was it almost like comparing a WWE fighter to an athlete? Because now you know we look at these fighters as athletes, like as yeah. athletes that can be compared like to a LeBron James, you know, or like a uh Tiger Woods. Tom Brady, you know, like we put them in the same like performance category now. Whereas before, I I bet I'm w- I'd be willing to wager that people saw Chuck Liddell kind of like a Undertaker. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Oh, not yeah. You could say that. Whoever whoever the biggest star is 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 who you can compare him to because that's what Chuck Liddell was. He was mm-hmm. the the biggest star at that time. Uh, not so much. Yeah, pay-per-views were good, but I mean, it, it's not comparable to what Conor McGregor did, of course. Conor McGregor is, is something else. Yeah, so who do you, um, so yeah, number five, Conor yeah, McGregor, I mean, Conor. obviously, the, you can't, like, taking the last two years out, and just his record yeah. alone, just, I mean, he's responsible for people, <laughs> he's responsible for me watching the UFC, you know? Uh, I mean, he's he's responsible for somebody's aunt or someone's like yeah. cousin random randomly wanted to watch it just because they they know his name. It's just one of the coolest um, stories too. He's from you know small Irish, yeah. you know very kind of nowhere. His story yeah. is interesting. Where he was he was a plumber at one point, and he said, you know, this is what I want to do. It's just you know easy yeah. story to get along with. Easy story to if you were a fan of because there are a lot of yes. anti fans to Connor too, but. Yeah, I feel like yeah, he's an easy I mean, he's yeah. he's an easy buy-in into the top five, bro. He is yeah, and ironically at number five I have Conor McGregor. <laughs> hey, all right, all right. Yeah. Uh you you can't you can't deny him. This dude is this dude is a freaking well, he's an attraction. Like he's his own thing. He's his own brand. He's not just a I mean, if Jesus, like nobody sells like him, nobody talks trash like him. Mm-hmm. And nobody, nobody can get you interested in no fight. Not like, unlike Conor McGregor, he's he's the greatest as far as, you know, marketing, making money. Like he did it his way. Yeah. And if you, he's, I mean, come on, he, he, like his contracts now are ridiculous. For example, when he fought Khabib, someone asked in the in the audience, or I think, or one of the reporters were like, "Hey, um, you know, proper twelve. This is when proper twelve first came out." Oh yeah, like, this was, oh, this do, was do right around any, the Khabib fight, right? Any, yeah, they were yeah. like, "Oh, do you have any deals, or is there going to be advertisements for Proper 12? And then Conor McGregor was like, uh, "Yeah, it's going to be in the ring. Like, it's going to be one of the advertisements in the ring." This dude is, <laughs> and it was in the ring. His own, yes, he's literally yeah. his own brand. Like that, that, that's that's the impact that he made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All yeah right. Conor though, like, there's. No, it's weird because at at one point I feel like in, at one point in the last five years he really was the greatest for so many people. Oh, yeah. He still is the greatest oh. for a lot of people, but it just seems like yeah. yeah I, I I kind of I think you and me kind of connect there in that you know us putting yeah. him at that number five spot. There are certain things that have kind of taken him out of like goat um, potentially, you know. Um, I mean, as far I mean to, to make it into a into a top five in in that short of a span of greatness is pretty impressive. Like this, his peak, 
like his peak of all peaks was when um was after he beat eddie alvarez yeah Yeah, that was that's when he was untouchable like before he fought mayweather that he was untouchable because Mm -hmm. this is at a time you gotta remember i don't know if you remember him in like early connor he was just of course he talked a lot of trash extremely arrogant and he literally called all of his shots every single fight he said what he was going to do might as well call him mystic mac i just feel like the uh well nate diaz two fight and then the uh, old Jose Aldo fight, those two, I think, yeah. kind of catapulted him up there. Just That's it. Yeah. Into that realm where we still hold him today. You know, we, we yeah. still kind of see him as that uh, premier fighter. But, you know, it remains to be seen Dude, what, what else he's going to do. Do you think he'll fight again this year? Yeah. Uh, this year, I don't know. But he'll, he'll definitely fight again. You know, in his, his roots, in, in his heart, he's a, he's a fighter. He's a, comp- he's a competitor. Mm-hmm. He's going he's gonna to fight. He's got too much. There's way too much left. And let's not forget, you know, let's, we're not just putting, he didn't just, not only did he sell, I mean, he was a winner. He's still the first ever champion mm-hmm. ever to hold two belts at the same time. You know, it's been done since, but he was the first, he's the first to do it. And he has, no, he doesn't have any title defenses, but geez, but he, he, he did, that's something historic that, that's, um, that puts him in there, that yeah. top five, you know? Yeah. Any more you right. can say about Connor before we go on? Any anything else? No, no, no. That, yeah. That's about it. I it's can, I can, pretty it's easy buy-in, right? Like top too five. Easy, yeah, too it's easy. easy. All right. Gregor. Now number yeah. four. Who do you got? Um, for, oh, I'm gonna go first. It's like a. It, it'll it'll, right. it'll jigsaw back back and forth. This is where it starts four, getting interesting. We got number four. I got B J Penn. Of baby course. J. I called it. B J Penn. <laughs> do you remember? You remember that guy? Yeah, you got beat up uh, in front of a outside of a bar. I uh, that see, that's, I'm kidding, that's I'm kidding, unfortunate. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. That's good. I'm glad you said that. That's unfortunate because that's now that the UFC is like this global sport. Mm-hmm. This is what the casual fan knows BJ Penn is, and it's really unfortunate. It's this sad, guy, yeah, it's unfortunate. This guy was first of all, the, he was so likable. First of all, he's Hawaiian. What makes him more likable too is he was never in tip-top shape. He was just a guy that was just like, "Screw it, yeah, I'll fight." And yeah, what? Wait, 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 you know wait, what I mean? You lost me. You, you lost me a little bit there. He's guy okay. in, not really in tip-top. He's just say, "Yes, I'll fight." Like so, but he. Me, but what was his base style? See, T- tell us more about him in, in that regard. B, BJ Penn. First of all, he's the. Oh geez, I just sound like Joe Rogan. I'm gonna repeat everything Joe Rogan says about BJ Penn. Uh, <laughs> he's your favorite yeah, fighter, dude. Own it. Yeah. Uh, for for the longest time, he was my favorite yeah. fighter. His nickname is the Prodigy. The reason why is because he got his black belt in in three years, which is unheard of. You don't get a, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt in three years. You know, people don't get it in ten years. This mm-hmm. dude gets it in three years. He's the first non-American to win. Um, you know, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu championship, the one in Brazil, whatever. I think it's called ADCC, something like that. He's the first non-American to win. Um, to win that. His his main, um, I think his fighting style it was boxing, uh, boxing and jujitsu, and he had a l- excellent like takedown defense. So that was another fighter that you had to, like, you're spending all this energy trying to take this dude down, and he's just mm-hmm. gonna mess you up with the hands. He was the, he was one of the original. I mean, original for me. I mean, I'm sure there's others, but he was the original fighter that that would would fight anybody anytime anywhere any weight he did not care he just wanted to prove that he was the best he fought anybody mm-hmm. literally 
anybody. And that's that's savage. Like this guy was first of all, he's a he's a lightweight fighter, right? That's what, 155? Yeah. And, th- and then there. this dude went on this guy went on a tear. First of all, he won he won the welterweight championship back in the day. And this dude leaves the UFC and goes fights um in other organizations at other weights. He fought at middleweight, light heavyweight, mm-hmm. and he didn't care. And I love I just loved fat BJ. <laughs> fat BJ, yeah. I- could you, oh, because like later in his career, it's like no, he, no, he, no. He it wasn't later in his or... career. It was when in in his prime, he was like when he fought like when he fought at heavyweight or light heavyweight, he was just like it was just him. But just, no, that's what know, I'm saying. So few... I'm I'm just saying later in his career, he got like he he got noticeably smaller, obviously because he had to compete at like lower yeah. lower. Because I remember, I do remember him getting submitted very early in the first round by some like. I don't even remember. I don't even remember. But yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, you remember that. But like, it's just, that's, yeah. that's the, sadly, that's the lasting impression. It doesn't, I don't think that takes away from his legacy at all. Like, if you look at his, look at no. all his fights. Yeah, he, he, like, you look, I looked at um several lists online. Yeah, he makes them, you know. It's just the same things I that mean, we, we the, keep the talking dude. about with fighters, where they take, they're not afraid to take on anybody. And for the most part, they win, you know. But yeah, he was, that, he was, he was that guy. Yeah. My goodness. Uh, I mean, what's a fight that we have to see if, if we're going to watch a BJ Penn fight? If if I, if UFC historians want to be historians out there, want to go, yeah. or MMA historians want to take a look, what, what are some fights we, we, we have to take a look at? Okay, the fights you got to take a look at for sh- like w- when you want to talk about BJ Penn, like when he put everything together in his absolute prime, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Diego Sanchez fight, BJ Penn, Diego Sanchez. Uh, BJ's defending his his belt, but it was just everything put together. He was in tip top shape, just like untouchable. Like there's that one, and there's another fight because BJ Penn was always uh, praised for his ability to like not get taken down. His takedown defenses, mm-hmm. you know, was the best. Uh, it was a second fight. Did you remember a fighter, or do you know a fighter named Matt Hughes? Yeah, yeah. He's Matt Hughes is one of those guys too that that is you know, in that top 10 conversation, Mm -hmm. but this is actually, this was actually a loss for BJ Penn, but he was challenging Matt Hughes again for the welterweight title. And then there was a, there was a point in the fight. I think almost all of the, the beginning, like first two rounds, Matt Hughes is trying to take BJ Penn down and BJ's like ankle is like where his head is or his knees up to his head. He's wobbling on one foot and not being taken down by Mm -hmm. this stud wrestler, Matt Hughes. And you just need to watch that just to see how impressive this guy was, you know his his dexterity and flexibility. Yeah, Matt Hughes. That's a, that's another name that is a reoccurring name when, when you look at UFC history. Just like oh how, yeah, how dominant he was he's in his a, own right. He's Him, in the category of Silva. Vanderlei, yeah, Vanderlei Silva is definitely there too. That guy was scary. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I just man, I can't say enough. I was just a bit. I'm sure you know this, but yeah, I was like the biggest. BJ Penn fan, and he just slowly, slowly just disappointed me more and more. And I it got to a point where I didn't even watch. Oh, that was Ryan Hall that submitted him, the one that you're talking about. Yes, I don't I, remember I who the I, title I, card I, was. Yeah. yeah, I think I I didn't even watch I, like his last two fights. And you know, this is somebody that I would take off work for or have a party for to watch fight, and it, it's gone. Which it's I think says something man. about the uh, criteria that we. Um, you know, cause just taking their record alone, right? Just like, yeah, just taking their record and what they did and what they accomplished alone, 
Yeah. It's it it then gets really hard to Rezer who's yeah who's who really is better than who, but just like there is something to be said about a mm-hmm. get you know context, you know the mm. context surrounding those fights storylines. Um, I hate yeah. to say it draws because the fight in it if it's to me I'm a raw. I like I'd like to consider myself a raw sports fan at this point. Like if if yeah, something yeah. is happening, I like it because of the event, not because it's Conor McGregor. I just like that the fight's going on. Same as a basket an NBA basketball game. I'll go yeah. to the Knicks versus Kings just because I want to see an NBA basketball game. You know, it's still really high. Yes. I appreciate it. But when we consider greats, um, yeah, and someone like Penn, whereas you compare him to someone like Sehudo, who doesn't make my list, yeah. but like yeah. by all intents and purposes, the dude quit or quote unquote retired at the right time. Had yes. like the right context Which, around his all of his fights is an Olympic gold medalist has all of these other outside stuff that then contributes to the fight, you know. Yes, Sahudo, so, so yeah, I, that's rare. Nobody, I, I have a weird feeling he's going to come back, but as as for now, it's hard. It's almost impossible that people leave at the right time, and and he did it so far. I think if he stays out, that it, it'd be all right. But to, if yeah. if you were to, I wouldn't. I mean, you and I wouldn't have a problem if you came back and fought Peter Yan, would you? I, I uh, no, but I'd also not have a. Pro- I wouldn't have a problem if he if he didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, okay, this last last little bit, bit about BJ Penn, he was also uh, back in his time. He, you know, his you know, as far as like accolades, he was um, only the second fighter to win a belt in multiple weight classes. He didn't hold them mm-hmm. at the same time, but. He was the first. He was the second to ever do it, and re- with Randy Couture being the first, and and from a like a global influence standpoint, BJ Penn was he was the poster. You know, he was the poster boy of that kind of era. That era, but of for lighter weight fights or mm-hmm. lighter weight fighters, he was the he was the one that that showed everyone like, hey, light lightweight fighters are exciting. Are exciting watch. too. Yeah, that's crazy yes. because he yeah. was he was the guy. Yeah. Interesting. So that's like one of the shifts right there where, you know, it, it started to go from like heavier to kind of lighter, lighter focus. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and if you think about it, yeah, now everyone can appreciate all the weight classes. I mean, except for flyweight because they're boring, but that's another because no one cares. I'm sorry. Then I'm boring. It's just that no one cares. But every mm-hmm. weight class is, has excitement yeah. now, you know? All right, so you got BJ Penn at four. Um, BJ Penn, baby J. I don't know yeah. how I'm going to. I really don't know how we. I wanted to structure this because freaking, again, recency bias. But and you may get on me for this. Um, I'm not gonna get on. I want to hear. I want to know. Yeah. So the number four. I I just know you have them probably somewhere between one or two or three. Just whatever, right? Okay. I got John Jones at number four. Um, Ooh, John Jones. Now, I'll I'll say what I say. It's just like I think. You could make a case that he is just record alone the greatest of all time. Just like his, oh, yeah. his record alone unblemished, his one DQ against Matt Hall. I mean, people, most people consider that like a really Matt, oh, questionable. Oh, uh, no, what's his name? I always call him Mark Hamill, but his name is not Mark Oh, Hamill. no, 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 Hamill. Yeah, Matt Hamill. I'm sorry. Yeah, Matt Hamill. Matt Hamill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Matt the Hammer Hamill. <laughs> I mean, just his, um, he also has an interesting storyline coming into it. He's got two brothers in the NFL, uh, two Super Bowl winners, I think, right? 
Um, I think one, one of them. I think one of them is a Super yeah, Bowl with the Ravens. But if, if either way, both of them played in the NFL. Like that's a stud family, man. Just they had an all-out fight. I don't know. If, I don't specifically know if he wins or not, just because they're they're huge and strong. But um, oh, there's some big boys. There's some big boys. Yeah, John Jones at four. I know you have a lot more to say about him, but the reason I put him in the before record aside is just because, yes. sadly, is because of all the antics. Um, oh yeah, that have happened with him. Like every single fighter from. Uh, from three to one for me. Yeah, unblemished, kind of really, almost pure. Okay, maybe one of them not, but like yeah, John Jones at number four for me, just because. Again, he's one of those reoccurring names, in both good and bad lights. You know. Yeah. If he's on a yeah. really good light, it doesn't take much from the you know suddenly go down. He's kind of two faced when he comes to the when it comes to the media and how he markets yep. fights. Um, yep. Yeah, I I don't. John Jones, he's frustrating. He's the most controversial oh, uh, yeah. s- superstar in, in the sport, like, in a really annoying way for a lot of in, in, um, UFC fans. Wouldn't you argue? Just cause... Uh, yeah, it's, it's frustrating, man. This guy literally has it all. He has every, every tool to mm-hmm. be the greatest of all time and easily the greatest of all time. And... I think Chill Sonnen put it best. Like this guy needs to just accept who he is, because John Jones is not—he's not a perfect dude. First of all, no one's perfect, but stop trying to portray this image. It's so fake. Mm-hmm. And just be yourself. Be the be the party animal. Be the dude that does you know cocaine on the weekend before you fight Daniel Cormier. Be that guy, and people are gonna like you more. Genuine. Your, so just own it. Get so just better. own it, basically. Just own it exactly. This dude's there's a reason like people, especially fighters, they're not normal. You know, they're not like how these aren't normal people. These are wild people. And it's okay if you want to party here and there because mm-hmm. you're, you're a fighter, <laughs> you know, you're, you're the, you know, greatest light heavyweight champion of all time. Like you're allowed to be a little weird, crazy, you know? Yeah. My one thing with him though, is I don't, despite his success at it, like, yeah, I don't think the dude should go up the heavyweight, even though it would be a draw for him to go up and fight Francis Ngannou. It's just like, I don't, yeah. just his build just doesn't, He at least with the eye test, I know he beat Cormier, like, wow, that that's like, yeah, you know, twice, uh, and it's just, um, even though he was DQ'd somewhat um, for the second uh, one. one. One one fight, he beat him on Picos, baby, they call it Picos. <laughs> A yeah. grain of salt in an Olympic-sized pool. Whatever that means, John. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, just, um, yeah, John Jones. Very frustrating, but you have to put him up there. And I wouldn't Always. honestly have a problem if you put him as number one, just because of his, yeah. if we're going off the sport alone, just in its, yeah. like, rawness. Yeah, John Jones, like, what else can you say? Yeah. Right? All right. And, uh, wait, actually, well, no, I no, was no, no. Add in because because you brought up how you don't you said you don't think it's a good idea. He's to heavyweight. Yeah, just because I feel like he ha- like well, this is my this is where my quote unquote bro science comes into play. I just feel like mm. he took all that, you know, the doping or whatnot, just so that he could go to heavyweight, just so that he could sustain at heavyweight. Whereas lightweight, he owns it. That is him. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, this dude to to quote. My boy Brennan Schaub. John Jones is at the point now where he doesn't care. He, mm-hmm. he nothing is motivating him. He's not interested to fight these guys at light, he, light heavyweight. He's yeah, literally that's right. playing with his food. He's he's come off a 
a loss. Well, not not a loss. It could have been a loss to to what's his name? Who's the last guy he defended against? Uh, I don't even know the guy's name. Dominic see, Reyes. Yeah. Right. Dominic Reyes. They went to a split decision. You could. I feel like Reyes could have won. Yeah. Dominic. Yeah, he could have won. won. It, it's arguable, but also who's really itching for that rematch? Nobody cares. John Jones doesn't even care. Like no one. Even though the fight is close, if, if there's a close title fight, everyone's going to want a rematch. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's asking for a rematch for this because no one cares anymore. John Jones needs to be motivated. He needs to fight these guys that are, you know, allegedly bigger. I think John Jones is, will be fine at heavyweight size wise, but he needs to. So you'd rather see him go up. He needs down. to. He needs to be. He needs to be threatened. He needs to be a little worried. So his training is a little different. So he's sharper and better. And I and yeah. You don't see a scenario where he could go down to middle and fight Adesanya or Adesanya would come up? (laughs) No. Adesanya has to fight at 205. John Jones ain't making 185. Unless unless he goes by his nickname and goes down to bones, dare I say. (laughs) Do you think think any of those scenarios is possible where Adesanya could come up and fight him? Yeah, Adesanya would would come up. Oh, man, I love that dude. I will. I would... uh, so in the while we're on, okay, I'm I'm gonna leave Jones off off a little bit because I know. Do you have okay. him? Do you have him in the next three? Uh, he's in here. Okay, we'll leave. Spo- we'll leave now. Spoiler um, alert! Spoiler. We'll leave fights that we should see, and then more more so on him for now. Sure, but let's sure, go to number three. Sure. Um, Ooh, number three. Did you go? Uh, for number I went. Three? I went okay. first last time. I can go. DJ. I can go now. Uh, number three. I have Amanda Nunes. Uh, Ooh. yeah there, there's again like not much you can say but this time this time around she's like the complete polar opposite of john jones where she's seemed to own she's not she's not perfect you know she's had a couple of losses in her career but oh. she's almost kind of yeah. like the um the girl slash woman equivalent of tony ferguson where no one wants to fight her and she's had she's been on an unbelievable streak for however long now right? yep Yep. It's just like undisputedly she's the best female athlete in the world. Um, yep. And you know, fight after fight. I mean, she dismantled the most popular woman fighter at the time in Ronda Rousey in really yes. kind of dominant fashion. Probably I'd say between Holm and Nunez, uh the way they took out I mean, if, uh, you probably have to give the edge to home and just that kick to the head. But yeah, oh, yeah. Nunes, if if home um, wounded Rousey, I feel like Nunes put her in the go- in the ground, just like put her in the, <laughs> put her in the coffin as, as as far as like greatest fighters or whatnot. But yeah, Nunes. I mean, what more can I say? She's the greatest oh, female fighter of all she's time, the- and she's like, yeah. her attitude is like one of the best. Yep. And and another thing, I hate you know. Look, I get all my, I get all my information from from Uncle Chael. So, <laughs> Uncle, <laughs> the thing about he was mentioning, the thing about the the women's, is it, what is it called? One forty five. Jeez. Oh, the, the women's featherweight division. It's so shallow, to where literally, if you want a title shot, all you have to do is just raise your hand, and ain't nobody raising their hand. Nobody wants to fight Amanda Nunez. Which is she is. Yeah, I feel like the one person who does is not in the UFC. Uh, who? Uh, Chris Cyborg. Cyborg. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she did. I mean, that's another can of worms. Would Shevchenko? Would Shevchenko ever dream of it? Is there ever a chance? 
they they could. Shevchenko they they need to fight. I believe um they fought twice already. But if you watch the second fight, the second time they fought, I mean, it's arguable that Shevchenko won. Like that could be. That could be a so. Right? That could be it. But it's gonna be it's 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 rough. It's rough to sell a third fight when one of the fighters is two and zero. It's just a rough sell. So yeah. maybe down the line, a few more years, a few more title defenses from, you know, by Shevchenko. Maybe they could run it back. But yeah, I just feel like her name. Is. I just feel like her name and her draw. Like if I, I kind of dread the day where Amanda, because right right now it doesn't. Right now it doesn't seem like Amanda wants to retire. She just wants to continue yeah. dominating. And yeah, but like what yeah. is what else is there to, for her to do besides? I don't know if some state wants to be crazy and sanction a fight with a dude. Maybe that would be nah, fun. But I, even, I think no. you, yeah. But no, see, yeah, that's that's I mean, me drawing. That's me going out of my way to like how yeah. she is so dominant. What are you yeah. gonna do to make like that whole division interesting? Whereas you look at strawweight, you got a four horse race, five horse counting Suarez. Like yeah, yeah. You got you know. So I'm I'm kind of it's kind of that catch twenty two situation. It's like man. I, I wish well, there was more competition for her, but yeah, undisputedly, yeah. she's the best female athlete on the planet, yep. best fighter, female fighter yes. of all time. Yes. What else? What yeah. else can you say? See, the, the thing about that, first of all, it's not like she, she, you know, okay, she's the greatest of all time, and it's it's not like she's that, and she's like her career is dwindling, dwindling down. She's still in her in her peak and in her prime. Like you, you're not going to retire off mm-hmm. of just not in no interesting matchups or whatnot so i i say why not just add to your legacy and just stack title defenses you know and the thing is we've seen her i mean from a sports from the martial arts side of things we've seen her defend it and we've seen her on all fronts you know she's defended it striking she's defended it on the ground she's defended it up against the cage like every every single scenario tick 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 like she i have no problem honestly if someone put her at number two um, I wouldn't for what do you mean number two is greatest of all time or like, like she's uh, maybe I'm exaggerating there but like no one would argue with you if you if you put her in the top five or top ten right no would no you agree? no yeah, I don't know it's just like no no one's gonna argue that maybe and maybe it's due to my recency thing as well just like recency bias just yeah yes. she, she honestly is the most since watching the UFC, she's been the most dominant <laughs> of all these other yep. fighters, aside from John yep. Jones, maybe. But because you got to remember too, before she fought Chris Cyborg, Chris Cyborg was the scariest fighter, like male or female. Yeah. She was the scariest fighter, and I'm not just going off by looks. I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's hey man, me. she she got but... with Tito Ortiz. You can't, you can't, you can't. Yeah, it doesn't hold as much just, weight anymore. But yeah, yeah, nobody wanted to fight Chris Cyborg. Chris Cyborg. And Amanda, nu- Amanda Nunez was like, eh, I'll, "I'll do, do it. it. I take, I take it to fight. Yeah, uh, a, a, a double God, champion. Yeah, that's I what I love fight. too. She'll take any fight, and she doesn't. She's one of those pure out like sports competitors where she will compete against oh, yeah. anybody and not make a oh, yeah. big deal about the money about it. You know, she'll yeah. Either that or she, but, the UFC is paying her really well, probably. Yeah, right? well, yeah. The uh, all, all champions get paid well, so I mean that's yeah that's a thing now. But with um, back to you know Chris Cyborg being the scariest fighter in the world, you know, not only did they fight, but Amanda Nunez knocked her out in the first round. Mm-hmm. 
that, that's knocked it. her out in the no. first round. Just yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to yeah. see a rematch. Some, somehow, I, I the, wish we can wish and pray that Chris Cyborg and Dana White will. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It'll be tough. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's my number yeah. three. Who's yours? Okay. Oh, my number three. I'm gonna go with Anderson the Spider. Still. Okay. You know that guy? You heard of that guy? I think I do. I don't know. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. UFC. It's hard to it's, say his name without a, saying UFC. The uh, spider. Yeah. That's, that's an easy one. Anderson's. What was that? Anderson Silver at number three. Give me some reasons. Oh, for starters, he, um, I guess, well, before Demetrius Johnson, he was the record holder for most uh, title defenses. And I think he has the record for most wins in a row mm-hmm. in the UFC. I mean, this dude, he, he was the first, he was that fighter where, well, first of all, look, his base is, he's a kickboxer, jujitsu, not, not so much wrestling in a, in a sport that's dominated by wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And this dude, this dude just, he was the first fighter where like you saw somebody in the matrix, you know, it was like a, it was cartoonish the way that he beat people up. It was weird. You know, I'm, it, it was weird. Like you, you see his, he, first of all, he bursted in the scene right away. He, he fought this guy, Chris Lieben, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, he was a, he's a ultimate fighter season one alumni, but he can't like, he was known to be just be this tough, like grind out, you know, brawler, Chris Lieben. And then Anderson Silva's that's his Anderson Silva's first fight in the UFC literally knocked this dude out with 100% accuracy. Like every strike that he threw landed mm-hmm. <laughs> and then catapulted into a title shot immediately. And that's, you know, and for however many years look back and the way that he, he, he was that champion that he finished people. He made it exciting and it didn't look real. It was just, it was video game stuff. It was like movie, like Kung Fu movie type stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's another category um, of fighters that uh, I that comes to mind. These kung fu, not kung fu, yeah. but like freaking like mythic style fighting. When you yeah. see them, it's either their athletic prowess or their style. So yeah. Silva, yeah, Silva is definitely one of those. Like, wow, like, this. Yeah, he's to watch. like okay. You, you, I'm, I'm sure you've seen his highlights, dude. He front kicked Vitor Belfort in the face, like a front kick. <laughs> Vitor like, Belfort do that. that too. Yeah, and, and and he went through a slump. When I say a slump, I mean like maybe not as motivated. Um, because you know when you're when you're the champion forever, you know you you lose motivation or or you lose something. But I remember he had a, a string of like two fights, or I think it was the Talis latest fight. It was just a boring, you know, unanimous decision that he easily could have won. And I think Dana White was annoyed by it, so in a way to punish him. And let's not forget. Anderson Silva went up to, you know, 205 pounds as well. And I think a way to punish him, Dana White set him up to fight Forrest Griffin at 205. Mm-hmm. And the way, the way Anderson knocked him out, it was like embarrassing. Like he, he hit him with a jab walking backwards as Forrest Griffin was coming in to strike him and knocked him out like that. Like that you can't make this stuff up. He's just so lanky. Uh, yeah. He was just that guy where it, it, it was like watching, it was watching, a, it was like watching a ninja. He was, he was that guy and he was that good. Mm-hmm. and yeah. he yeah when and when he you know through frustration there was the, the damian maya fight that was yep. very frustrating dana white was pissed 
And what does he do? He gets he wants him to fight Chael Sun, and he like Dana White probably wanted Anderson Silva to lose because he was sick of his tactics, you know. Yeah. And he sends Uncle Chael on him, and Chael, I was there for that fight, by the way. Yes, UFC you were there. Yeah. UFC one seven. So, I well bring us I there. Not, Take us there. I could I could not talk. It was at the it was the first ever UFC event in Oakland. It was at the Oracle Arena. Wow. And I swear I could not talk. I couldn't talk for like two days because I lost my voice. Where that were you? Where, where were you in the building? Were you like super at top, uh, or did you have really no, good no, seats? No, no, it was it was really it, no. We had we had really good seats. Wow. I, I think we paid like two fifty for the seats, which was a lot at a time. Which Take is it. now I'll, I will pay two fifty to see a UFC title. Fight. Yeah, Easy. that was that was wild, and everybody was ready for him to lose. Like Chael Sonnen was the guy. Mm-hmm. You talking trash, backing him, backing it up, and. Not only was he dominating him, but at first he dominated Anderson Silva on the feet through strikes, which mm-hmm. is unheard of. Chilson and I mean, watch his boxing. He ain't good at it, you know? And I, for whatever reason, during the fight, losing my voice, and I just kept saying, I kept telling myself, like, I mean, he could pull this off. He might pull it off. You know, like every time a round ends, the fight starts on the feet. Mm-hmm. He can pull it off. And then by the fifth round, when he was exhausted, Chilson down, and I was, yeah, that's it. Anderson Silva finally dethroned. Uh, no. <laughs> nope. That that was wild. I yeah. Yeah. But Anderson Silva, yeah, that's. that's so what was it like seeing him in person? Because you know, do, do you think the whole debate debate of is is it better to watch it a sport like UFC or yeah or MMA where it's caged and it's kind of obstructed? Mm. This might you know minor topic, but I think it's interesting. Like, did you, yeah. did you sense, did, were you able to pick up on how fast these guys are? Because when you go to an NBA game, uh, yes. they run. So you're given some frame of reference, but you're watching yeah, the cage. Yeah. So how, what was it like this, watching him in person? They were, they're bigger in person. <laughs> oh yeah. They seem bigger. They're, they're much faster in person. Mm-hmm. But as far as like what I, which, what I would rather do, I'd rather watch it like from home. Mm-hmm. at a bar or at a friend's house or something because no matter how close you are and we had good seats no matter how close you are you kind of just kind of catch yourself looking at uh, the screen viewing through the screen yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah but as far as like at, there's nothing as far as atmosphere of c event it's yeah uh, it's 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 one of, you, it's you, one of those that look, i have to go to i i want you to yeah you got to do at least one it's so can't explain it dude. it's so emotional and the people that are near you you become mm-hmm. best friends with them and you're like <laughs> yeah. you're talking to the people next to you you're clenching their shoulders i'm only saying Did i you made go friends alone? around me i went to uh, ufc 225 by myself in chicago no UFC no 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 no. i'm talking the uh anderson silva and uh, oh no I, I went with who'd um, you go with uh was it it was like two of my two of my friends and then my girlfriend at the time kimberly that would have been oh, yeah she was, that, she was, she was a trooper that day because she was sick and she still went. But Man. that was, um, ugh. yeah, I, I literally couldn't talk for the next two days. My voice was gone. Consider me jealous, man. That's like, that's, that's the revisionist history right there. Like, that's how... I, yeah, I, I was talking about this with you last time you visiting here because I was at that fight, which, you yeah. know, I think was voted fight of the year. And then the, a couple years later, I went to, in San Jose, it was Dan Henderson versus Shogun, which ended up being the fight of the year, also. So mm-hmm. these two events I went to, I'm like, am I you, just like you got it, up? man? You got you got those two, <laughs> which is why you know, up. which is why again, like you, you've got that tenure with the UFC, man. You you've got some history. For yeah. That. Okay. So Anderson's the Spider Silva. 
And he, so um, we are on. We, we are on number, number two. three. Oh, you're. Oh, we're moving on. That's right. You, uh, yeah. you had John Jones as your. Oh no, Amanda Nunez. Amanda Nunez. Yeah, I had Amanda Nunez at three. You had. Uh, you okay. Had the spider. Um. Okay. My God. Um. Yeah, it's your turn. Number two. Who do you got at number two? My turn. Okay. Back to the. Well, I'm not saying back to, but this is kind of a, a more like a fan. Sure. N- not nostalgic, but like a like I'm just a, I'm just a fan of the guy, uh, and I and I don't care about accolades. I don't care about what. Kind of like the the fighter that I'm, I'm about to announce. He doesn't care either. His name is Brock Lesnar. You know that guy, yeah. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. This dude. This dude was something else. First of all, he's uh he wasn't he's not from this time actually. I think uh was i think he went on a time machine a couple hundred years ago uh he was a viking and they he's a viking and they sent him uh to our our time so they they can show how physically dominant these these people these humans are really is that much for you that doesn't yeah i mean that much because he did oh I, i think i know why too for you but keep going yeah yeah but no from from a I guess, you know, just like a fanboy nostalgic standpoint, I, I was a huge wrestling, you know, WWE fan. Exactly. I, I knew it. I knew yeah. it. Yeah. And, and why not? Yeah. And I was, I was only, I was just casually into MMA. You know, this is, this is back during, um, you know, like the slow decline of, of Chuck Liddell and, and uh, you know, Randy Couture was on top back then. But this was, you know, I, I was, I was just watching it here and there, knew nothing about it really or not enough to know about it. And then I find out Brock Lesnar is going to fight in the UFC. So he was the guy that, that got me like fully, fully into it. Cause you have to be into it. If you're, you know, if you're a fan of someone, you watch events, you learn a little about mm-hmm. a little bit about every other fighter or every other fight on a card and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that my, that's no, bad good. etiquette. No, no, you're, you're no I need to, um, I need to do not disturb my phone. That's but Brock Lesnar is responsible for me going in all the way deep in MMA. Brock Lesnar was the guy. He, his, and his, literally his only, I mean, it's a good accolade. His only way in or the, the reason why he was able to be a fighter was because he was just a stud wrestler back in, back in college. He was a Division I national champion. Like that was his, his base. And if you watch his striking, it's terrible. But he literally went in with just a wrestling, wrestling criteria. And he was wrestling able to be. Was he ever background. a champion? He was champion, right? At, at some point. Oh yeah, he he fought for the title. He fought Randy Couture for the title in only his, I believe, it was his fourth MMA fight ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He and coming off a one fight winning streak, this guy beat some dude in Japan, Du Ho Choi or something. Uh, he beat him. Fought Frank Mir, lost. Beat. Keith Herring, Frank so that's his Gere, one fight winning streak, mm-hmm. and then catapulted to fight Randy Couture for the heavyweight championship, championship which he won. Mm-hmm. Brock, Brock Lesnar is, is the guy, yeah. Yeah, now that I think about it, kind of like similar to Conor McGregor and Chuck Liddell, just and even more and, so probably for, for Brock, just because he came over from WWE, that's a huge... Talk about the melding of universes kind of coming together. Yeah. This guy brought over yes. a ton of fans from the WWE in, in, in yes. some ways, maybe even legitimized some of the WWE in terms of like how physically well, talented some of these people are. 
you know. Yeah, but I mean, WWE guys aren't fighters. Like, let's let's be clear. How many they, they, how they many are, other are, of them are fighters? So Brock Lesnar, he's, there's got to be more, right? There's got to be a slew of uh, others that we just don't know about. You like Dave Bautista, there was, um, Bautista maybe or there was okay Brock Lesnar. Nah, it's just Brock Lesnar. There was Ken Shamrock, Ken Shram- Shamrock, but he was always a fighter before he got because Ken Shamrock was in the WWF too briefly. Mm-hmm. But no, no one. I mean, there's CM Punk, but that's not that's <laughs> not even a discussion. That was literally I don't. <laughs> I knew but, we were going to talk about it at some point. Either way, look. Either way, I'm a I'm a fan of his. I'm a huge fan of CM. I've always been. I freaking worked. I in Chicago. I worked like two or three doors away from where he lived i saw this dude every day constantly (laughs) i saw this dude constantly i even i saw him he was walking his dog i think i remember yep exactly yeah ufc 225 was in chicago the one that i went to had colby covington rda uh interim title okay and then you got freaking yoel whitaker main Mm. event i literally went to that event only for cm punk and you left before but, the Colby? Did you did you watch Colby? No, you I, oh I oh I stayed for Colby. I love that fight. But uh, oh, but no, you left, left for the Whitaker and Romero. Yeah, I ain't trying. I don't care about that. I'm out of here. I can't believe you did that. I can't. <laughs> if I was there, I would have made your ass stay, man. Like that. that that's, oh no, I mean, I would have. If we went together, of course we're gonna watch it. We're gonna stay for that. I can't but believe I was by you myself. left. Maybe I'm you like, tried to leave because that. of the traffic. Maybe I don't know. You didn't have a car either. You just wanted to get out there. <laughs> I just want. Also, I just I don't care. Um, also, uh, who's it? Eric, but it's a, it was another. It was another UFC fight, man. It's just more fights to watch. And, you know, you all missed Wade. It was the title wasn't really on the line. I don't care. I'm out of there. Thanks, UFC. I'm sorry. What are we talking about? We're talking about Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. he's the guy that came in minimal experience in fighting, made his and a hell of is a fight. heavyweight heavyweight champion. And you're not going to take that away from him. Like, that's... Yeah. That's... What's one fight that you'd have to recommend for him? Uh, for him... Uh, jeez. I'd say Frank... Uh, Brock Lesnar, Frank Mir 2. The rematch UFC 100, which at the time is... Was the highest selling pay-per-view of all time. And don't forget, Brock Lesnar was... uh, He's a pay-per-view... Absolutely, Monster. he's a draw. Oh, he's selling. Yeah, he's a draw. Uh, Brock Lesnar, Frank Mir, two for the heavyweight championship, UFC 100. Uh, that was just a good show. Brock Lesnar kind of putting it all together, but just showing his physical, do- like using his physical dominance. That was a good one. Uh, there's Shane Carwin, UFC 117, but that fight was kind of. It showed Brock Lesnar coming back from university, but not, yeah. It's just a shame that the one the one fight that people really wanted to see just never came to fruition. The whole um, Cormier. DC, yeah, that would have I that feel like that would have been, been insane. Uh, that yeah. would have that would have given wrestling just a whole new yeah. And right around the time they were supposed to fight, quote unquote, was when Khabib had just beaten Connor. So it just like it was the yes. whole like wrestling, the power of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Just you know that that would have. Wrestling yeah. would have been fought to the forefront like Brazilian jiu-jitsu was earlier in UFC history. Yeah, see, and like, look, Dana White hates nothing more than one-offs. Mm-hmm. When, when I say one-offs, like like GSP, he, he returned. You know, it, it's great. It's a great story. This dude returned, yeah. you know, the longtime welterweight champion comes back, challenges Michael Bisping, and wins the middleweight championship, but bounces. Dana White hates that. 
Mm-hmm. But I bet you, but Brock Lesnar, DC, you don't know what's going to happen if Brock, like Brock win or lose, is he going to fight again? Yeah. But guaranteed, I bet Dana White's like, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. He is the hardest job. But, <laughs> he has the yeah, best it, job. It, he is the it, hardest it, job. You know, you can't yeah, feel for him. It's Brock Lesnar. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate because, you know, it never came to fruition. You know, I, I don't know how. It's a lot of technology to hide all those steroids that he did. Oh, <laughs> or steroids that he's Ouch. like, oh, I love that dude, man. That dude's a monster. Oh. All right. But that's my dude. Number two, Brock Lesnar. Brought me in, wait. like, brought me into MMA. Number three. I'm sorry, wait. No, number two. Who's your number three? Anderson Silva. Anderson's, oh, number two. Okay, fine. Okay, Um. cool. So, number two... Okay, this is where I, I throw my two uh my top two out there. Uh I don't Okay. I don't really know how to rank these next two. You kinda talked about okay. Anderson Silva already. Um Yes. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm gonna yeah. Anderson Silva probably number two for me just because he when I was in um eighth grade or or not, he was he was the name, like if aside from how do I frame this? With com- with combat sports, anything outside of basketball for me was like, ah, I don't really pay attention to it, right? But Anderson yeah. Silva was one of those guys that if he was on TV, I would watch. Uh, yes. In in high school, it's just like, whoa, like this guy is just more hearkening on everything you said. He was just very, um, he had the kung fu movie kind of flair, but then he also, yeah. but the one thing I do remember about him too is I remember that one fight that he had his leg just like completely like. He had that one injury. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, it Chris Weidman too. It was I, pretty I, ugly, I, man. I, uh, <laughs> I almost, I remember, I was, you know, I had a few, you know, whiskeys. <laughs> but I remember being so sad walking home uh, after watching that fight. I think I almost cried. Like, I was <laughs> my girlfriend at the time, and I, like, almost cried because he broke his leg. <laughs> no, but what a, yeah, that's, what a tragic way to go out. And, but I still don't, Chris Weidman too, that was just a, yeah, that was that was honestly one of my first impressions, sadly, of of Anderson Silva. But it still doesn't take yeah. away from any of the other fights I saw him. I mean, it was just, I mean, yeah. this was James. At, this was me in high school at the time. Just like whoa, yeah, or beginning college at the time was wow. This is he. He was he was a video game character, literally a video yeah. game character. This might be something. This it was maybe one of the first times where it. Um, Watching anything else other than basketball started to occur to me. Like, you, you know what? If basketball ever becomes stale, I think I might switch over to this sport. Because this sport actually seems interesting. Yeah. And Silver was one of those guys that... And, I mean, aside from the personal effect, his record and just everything, yeah. his, his raw fighting records, it's just... I have no problem putting him at number one. This number yes. one, just like... Yeah, for me right now, it's a toss-up. Number one, number two. I just, I have no idea who to, yeah. who to, who to go because, Well, you know, and, Anderson Silva, like John Jones, has that asterisk. You know, they're, they're in the GOAT conversation, but there's that asterisk. There's of, that asterisk. P- nah, yeah. P- uh, of uh, a PD usage. Yeah, there's not much I can say. Yeah, Anderson Silva at number two, just because of impact yeah. and then his record. Yeah. And then... That's, um. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah, you, you pretty much capped it on Silva. You, you've seen the freaking person in person. I, I've, yeah, I, it's just, yeah. It's That's just like, there's thing, certain, man. um, you want to, you want, you want somebody to have a career or have a path in sports. You know, if you're a fan of it, you want them to have this almost like magical, like unreal, untouchable career. You know, you want to live through that and you want to see 
them be the best possible. And like the Anderson Silva was that guy for the longest time. He was just, just untouchable. Yeah, and in an, in a sport like mixed martial arts, that's just exceedingly it's, rare. Yes. It's so rare yes. to be undefeated. Um, and not only not only yeah. undefeated, but to be undefeated through different eras too. You know, like mm-hmm. his title reign, I think it was like two different eras of of fighters. Like these are you know like the the sport evolves you know every year and whatnot. And to this is why it's so impressive to be a, a champion for a long time. Like any champion, not just Anderson Silva, but this dude did it through through different phases and different different generations yep so anderson anderson silver at number one uh number two which brings yes. us to number one um oh i think before we should probably like first off whose turn is it is it mine no yeah. it's yours oh yeah yeah uh, sure. uh, i forget i think it's I think mine just, i think i think we should guess each other's number one because I, I have an i have an i i think i know well, who your number one is. well you already kind of i'm, I'm sorry but you, you already kind of reviewed it earlier on like i asked where jones was if jones was even uh, so far. Yeah, you, john jones is number one for you um okay and for me this is going to be more of a dig at you it's going to be a bunch of questions coming your way uh okay but who okay. do you think who do you think my number one is uh when it's um when it's, it's not a personal season? pick it's not a personal pick by the way when it's when it's in season, it's Khabib time. Oh, if it's oh. off season, if it's off season, it's Tiramisu time, baby. I wanted, I wanted him. I, I wanted to. Khabib's put him not there. your number one. I wanted to put him there. I wanted to. <laughs> okay. I Ooh, want. It, okay. I I wrote on my list. It was initially I had um this dude and Khabib as a toss up at number yeah, three, yeah. but then I sort of switched things around. Khabib. <sighs> it only because. His career isn't over yet, only because okay. like it isn't. We haven't yeah, yeah. had that finality to his career. If he def- if he retires undefeated, he's my personal yeah. favorite fighter. Easy, yeah, easily, okay. easily. But yeah. all, I mean, he's fighting like Gaethje can beat him. It's possible. It's they're not fighting. I don't think they're fighting this year though. Everything, everything with Adumanab is just like I think no, no. It might take some time. He 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 broke his silence. That they're gonna fight in September. Really? Because I, well, I think we've, you know, conflicting articles because I saw one today saying okay. they're not going to, but oh, okay. who knows? Who knows? Never mind. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's never like, mind. You, you, yeah. Khabib. That's more it, recent than when I saw it. That's a, yeah, I mean, that's another draw, but yeah, Khabib is a shoe. And I think, I, I feel like I, we got to talk about him anyway. It's, I know he doesn't, he doesn't quite make the list yet. The, only the because his career. King didn't make it on James's list. And, I mean, not mine, but the person who but, yeah. did, the person who objectively I had to put there. Was the guy mm. is the guy that Khabib wants to fight in order to cement his career is GSP, <gasps> the sexy George George, George Saint yeah. Pierre, um, which is honestly point I'm not not fronting. I don't know yeah. enough about him. I've seen him yeah minimum. There's I haven't seen him nearly enough during my time as a real fan. But like mm. everything about his record and the fact that he is yes. a clean you know two time welterweight, one time middleweight. Clean doping record. None. Yes. And then two losses from 2002 to 2017. What? Just like it's... You take Tony Ferguson's eight-year run and you magnify that by however long. Yeah, you have GSP, yeah. who, by the way, is clean. Um, yes. Antics here and there, but like, come on. And, you know, he's a... He is a draw. He is regarded yes. by many as one of the... As probably the greatest of all time. Yes. Um, I don't know, but how much I can say about him, but like why me having little bit limited experience watching him, why would someone put him in the top? Why, why should someone put him in the top in your opinion? Like what else? No, everything, 
everything yeah. you just named, not only not okay, you, you mentioned the two losses, right? This is also why losses don't really matter in MMA. This guy has two losses, Matt Hughes, Matt Sarah. Uh, yep. Guess what he did with those? He avenged the Matt Hughes loss twice. Mm-hmm. He beat Matt Hughes twice after that, and then and he avenged his loss against Sarah also. Like these yeah. these are fights that he got back, and he won. And a lot of these, not only did he, oh, geez, I I hate that I only I always quote Shale <laughs> and uh, and Joe Rogan, but not only did GSP uh, defend against the whole division there's some fighters that he did it twice against like he's like he's making his rounds you know Mm -hmm. he made his rounds this guy was he was the he was the fighter that was super disciplined super athletic and and smart like did everything right uh very honorable polite you know polite yeah. dude that's and, another reason i put and, him there it's just because he's relatable obsessed, like obsessed you know obsessive mm-hmm. about it and the and after all these years like he just hearing him talk about fighting he just openly admits that he was frightened every single time he fought he was he was scared well, that's to nuts. death it, like his nuts. anxiety was was cr- like a lot of fighters go through that you know or you know some a lot actually no a lot and a lot are just psychos and they just want to fight but gsp openly admitted that he was he was scared to death every fight, every time, every time he fought. Do you think that's because losing was just not a normal thing for him? Like he, he just, he barely lost and it was always like this mounting kind of thing where, you know, with champions, it's just that mounting anxiety every single time you have to defend. It's like this pressure or was it just anxiety yeah. of the night? You know, because he, there's, he there's two different levels. He didn't always, no, he didn't always win growing up. He, he didn't win. He wasn't a winner. He was bullied. You know, he He's he's lost so many times, but you know, as far as MMA record, yeah, he's 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 the ultimate winner. Yeah, GSP though, yeah, I had to I had to put him in number one if if you're just considering everything. Um, yeah, that I've seen. Um, I know and, yeah, I know who he, your number one pick is, but yeah, just like clean he, doping, he which is it, huge, yeah. which is huge in the like post Usada reign of like freaking Usada doping, um, thing or whatnot. Yeah, you just you, yeah. you you have to put him. Yeah, and the only reason Khabib isn't up there yet is because his career isn't over. Yeah, that's correct. It. That for me, that's dude. It, you know? Yeah, no. G- GSP was um, I don't know. Like, there's nobody more disciplined mm-hmm. and good, literally good at everything uh, than GSP. Like his only knocks, I mean, you know, his knocks, but he's literally like his fights. I don't. I wouldn't want to say they're boring, but he's so good at strategy. You know, his his team. He's so good at strategy, but he's he would never finished his fights. They were always decisions. You know, yeah, there were always decisions, which, you know, I kind of there's some resentment for that, but also that's just like kind of like an ignorant bro-y type way to look at a fight, like, oh, you gotta finish him or or whatnot, you know. GSP was a was a draw, especially the Canadian community. Yeah, yeah. But he's he, also a draw amongst yeah, the female he, he community. Was, yeah, from what I've seen. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. He's a uh, He's a dimey for sure. That's he's a he's a good looking dude. Paulo Costa may be do... the only guy I think can that can like match rank up in terms of like body and freaking. What I don't know, man. G- G- GSP's up there, dude. When he wears those tights, <laughs> but yeah. no, yeah, GSP. Yeah, he's he's like literally like the epitome of just excellence and putting everything together. He was. Do you think he he's done? The guy. Do you think he's actually done? Like uh, he's never gonna come back. Yeah, he's he's done. And also, that's another one, you know, like Henry Cejudo, GSP is someone that he walked out 
on top. There's no questions. You know, he didn't try to go through a run. He didn't try to collect a bunch more belts or whatnot or get another title run on him. He walked away on top. Good. Good for and him. And not, not, only, not only that, he, when there's so much that comes, there's so much leverage that you have when, when you're a champion mm-hmm. as far as like, um, you know, money or, or negotiating or whatnot, or even hoarding the belt, hanging on to it, uh, uh, clogging up the division, not clogging up, but like not having the division move on. And when GSP won the, the middleweight title, I think he had it for what, like a month maybe? Mm-hmm. And he just, and instead of just hanging on to it, and when I, he just, um, he vacated it, you know, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a very honorable, that's a very honorable thing to do. I'd like to believe, yeah, he's probably, probably done yeah. for it, but can you imagine the bounty that would yeah. be on him if he suddenly came back? Just feel like Connor would want to fight him. Khabib would want to fight him. Everyone uh, would want to ev- fight him. Yeah. Yeah. It just, and, and, and I don't think, I mean, even no matter how good the talent is now, it's not going to, I don't think it's going to tarnish. It's not going to really challenge GSP's legacy. It's not going to be, well, he didn't fight this person. Okay, this well, person. that being said, would you want, who would you want to see him fight if he, if he came back for one more? That oh, last one. It, man. That last I one. would if, like, I, I'm a, I don't care about the titles, man. I, I just want, I want that big money. I would like. Conor McGregor? All right. It would be Conor, I don't know. I can't, I can't answer that. I have like three answers, so. I'll, but I'll just say Conor. <laughs> yeah, you know me. It'd be Khabib just, just to complete that it would arc. It would be Khabib, yeah. Complete that arc, yeah. Khabib. Complete that arc. All That'll right. That'll be it. So that's my pick. Uh, GSP is okay. at number one. You have none other. Oh, yeah, John obviously. Bones yeah. Jones. John Bones Jones, man. No, no question. Um, yeah, he's got that. Man, he's such, such a. <laughs> he's so frustrating. A, I tell you, he's frustrating. So frustrating. He's annoying. It's, like, it's but, hard to be. The, it's so hard to be this guy's fan. But but I mean, you look at you look at what he's done. Not only in the amount of time that he's uh, done it too. In the amount of time that he's done it, at the age that he, of of his rise, he's. It's not even like. He dominates these guys. It's not, these fights aren't, you know, really competitive, you know, for, for, for the most part. Uh, the, the way that he did it, you know, he's, he's undefeated. He really is undefeated, you know, mm-hmm. of course, you know, Mark, no one, you know, no, no one, no one counts that yeah. camel loss, but yeah. like the way, like the way John Jones does it, he's exciting. He's dominant. He's, like there's nobody like him. He's the record holder for, you know, because they they always talk you know pound for pound, you know that's always a discussion. And if that were, I I think pound for pound is silly. But if we were to have that discussion, John Jones guy, because not only does has he done what everyone else has done in the pound for pound conversation, but he's done it more dominant than any of them. Yeah, like no one, no one in the and also, um. Obviously, you know, featherweights aren't going to fight heavyweights, but John Jones is literally the only guy in the world. Nobody can beat him up. Nobody at any weight. Who's, who can beat John Jones? You know what I mean? Francis Ngannou. Okay, yes, that's an argument, but I'm saying. <laughs> I know, yeah, I do, sure, I do know. That's arguable. If we're ta- but, you, you, you mentioned pound for pound. Yeah, I got to agree with you there. Like, it's just, he can defend if you talk about this at yeah, every level. Like, Max yeah. Holloway and DC, Max Holloway jokes about wanting to fight DC all the time. Max Holloway might have better skills in certain areas. He's not going to beat up DC. He ain't beating you know what up I mean? DC, yeah. That's, that's an example. Fuck. Nobody, nobody can beat up John Jones. Yeah. A motivated John Jones. Like, like if John Jones, 
we we texted earlier today, but yeah, Mike Tyson, he's trying to come back. Uh, oh. he, he's coming. <laughs> hey, guess what? If Mike Tyson in his prime wanted to fight John Jones, guess what? John Jones could take him just like in an all out kind of fight. And John Jones uh, would probably win, you know? Yeah. All things John Jones, all yes. Yeah. Throw uh, three leg kicks and that's it. It's over. Maybe one leg kick. No, you're John talking. You, you're talking about him like he's the baddest man. On, he's the baddest man on the planet, which he probably is. You know, the obviously the it's always you know the heavyweight champion of whatever sport or whatever fighting sport is always going to be the baddest man on the planet. Mm-hmm. Who's the heavyweight champion right now? Ipe Miocic, yeah. Yep. John Jones and Ipe Miocic fights. Do you, do you think John Jones wins? Like, who do you think is going to win? My hat's off to Stipe just because he's been in the division. He, he's, like, comfortable within okay. the division. Uh, same goes for Ngannou. Like, again, like, I, I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm the weird one out here. Just with John Jones, just he does not look yeah. comfortable. At, he, he might be motivated. He might be, um, he might actually have, like, passion to fight at that level. Not level. He might actually have passion to fight at that division. He's gone after white. He's gone after the UFC. Let me fight. You know, pay me to fight at heavyweight. Yeah, but like and that's yeah, that's a whole nother. I mean, that the the stuff that we have seen one. from him at heavyweight yeah. is just he like it's un. I don't want to say it's uncomfortable to see him because of course I'd want to see him fight yeah. Ngannou. Of course, you know, like mm. put that in a card with like. You imagine if they did that with whenever Gaethje is going to fight Khabib. What, <laughs> yeah. what in in your opinion? What takes the have what takes the main? They're both main um, events. You can't even call one co-main. It's just like two. Like, oh yeah, it would be it would be the John Jones one. John Jones. That's for ridiculous. Sure. Um. Yeah, uh. Yeah. Tradi- traditionally, the if there's two title fights or if there are multiple title fights, usually the heavier title goes first, goes- unless unless you're Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I mean, dude, if there's whatever you're seeing, from John Jones that you might think is lacking right now, or it's only because he's not, he doesn't care. He's not, mo- he's not threatened by these fighters. He's not That's motivated. Well, he's not motivated when, if he's scheduled to fight Francis, Ganu, he's gonna, it's we're going to see the best John Jones possible. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see, man. I mean, a little bit down the line, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll see. I feel I, I wouldn't, Those I wouldn't ones. strictly speaking, I wouldn't be opposed to a Reyes rematch just because, I think Reyes, honestly, you could have you could have given him that you, fight via split decision. You, you, know? you could say, yeah, you could say he won. Also, no I don't know, man. It. This it's just my opinion, and I, and I think it's from what I've seen. I think it's most other people's opinions too. Nobody cares. No one cares to watch. Yeah. And and let's say if they were to, you know, all this doubt, like that's what's going to drive John Jones. Also, like if we see a Reyes Jones rematch, you're going to see different John Jones because he's probably sick of just hearing. Just the same way Gustafson, the whole Gustafson. Same, same with the Gus fight, dude. Mm-hmm. He didn't train for the Gus fight, and then barely, barely won. You could say Gustafson won the fight, but they had a rematch, and it wasn't close. Yeah. It was a mauling. Yeah, the, yeah. A, a okay. motivated, a mo- motivated John Jones. I mean, yeah. Okay, from that John perspective, Jones I do actually, best. I do actually want to see him go up to heavyweight. <laughs> if we're just gonna, if we're talking in circles there, yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope, but yeah, yeah. Predictively, um, realistically, what do you think will happen for him in the next year and a half? Do you think do you think the uh, UFC will give him that, or do you think it's just going to be a stuck in the mud zone? Yeah, I, 
I would like for it to, I think it's going to be stuck in the mud. I'm not stuck in the mud, but it's going to, it's not going to move on. And I think we're going to wait longer. Somebody's going to have to rise up, man. Somebody's going to have to rise up within that. Yeah, someone will. Interesting. It's just, you know, and also, unfortunately, John Jones isn't really a pay-per-view draw. Isn't that wild? Especially isn't lately. That, yeah, that crazy it's, it's crazy. We're talking about the number of one fighter of all time, yeah. I mean, if, if he's fighting, um, I'm sure Gustafson too sold, of course, Chael Sonnen when he fought Chael Sonnen, that sold. DC, that's it. That's all he's got as far as sales. Yeah. Um, I, I think he needs, I mentioned this last time on the podcast, John Jones needs to, to gamble on himself and go up to, do one fight at heavyweight, win, and then he'll be like, okay, look, back to this, back to renegotiating. You see what I can do. Like, mm-hmm. give me more money. Like, he needs to take that gamble on himself. Uh, take one for the team and take a fight at heavyweight at whatever astronomical amount of money he's already paid already, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, good, good, good stuff, man. Top five. Um, Jeez. Yeah, and this is... Uh, do you want to... I'm sorry, do, do you, what, 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 are there other things you kind of have lined up or... Are, are Not really. Time? I just want to going into uh, going into Saturday. I just wanted to ask you about a few one or two oh, okay. that we had. But yeah, anything else you got to say about? Yeah, let's let's just go through. Let's just name off a few people that just that didn't, didn't make, make it. List. Which, yeah. which and obviously would make it on anyone else's list. Obviously would make it on anybody else's list. All right. Um, and then maybe not obviously, but he's okay. Like I, I think of yeah. fan favorites, right? I think probably Rampage. Also, actually, I mean just. Okay, how about the ones that you you were going to choose, but they didn't make it on yours? Not so much like the, the standard, like everyone else's opinion type thing. I, I want to know your opinion. Who didn't make it? Uh, who wouldn't make it on the top five, but probably the top ten for me personally would probably be Tony Ferguson. Uh, oh. Yeah, Tony Ferguson. It's just he's so fun to watch. Um, oh, yeah. Who else? Uh, Daniel Cormier, a uh, pretty freaking obvious. Oh, um, easy, yeah. I wouldn't say Jorge. I'd probably say... Um, gosh, it's tough to say. Um, <sighs> tough question. Khabib? Yeah, obviously. Khabib? Khabib, only because yeah. his career isn't done yet. Um, yeah. Freaking... Adesanya, not yet. Like, a, a lot of fighters that I know, it's like, you can't put them there yet. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, whereas, yeah. okay, we can go back and, I don't know, Rampage, Jackson. Um, yeah. You probably put there Chuck Liddell, obviously. Um, yeah, Chuck Liddell. <laughs> who else? Like, uh, no, I, 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 I honestly don't you know of any, of any other, like, fan favorites. Or not my yeah. personal fan favorites that I'd put up there. It's just because, like, I want to put... Um, if we're talking about fighters right now, I want to put, uh, yeah, it's too early and I don't even know if he's going to succeed, but like, I don't know why Pablo Costa isn't a bigger draw. That dude is terrifying, you know, but that's just me. He's kind of bringing in that big, like big kind of hulking body UFC era that, you know, people are drawn to stuff like that. Um, who are some fighters for you that you, yeah, undefeated uh, too at that is undefeated right yeah yes he is undefeated uh, for in the ufc but still yeah minor um G- gsp is is like at the top gsp needs to be on anyone's number one or their top three at least it's yeah. got to be gsp but i just don't have him in there just you know 
mm-hmm. just wasn't uh didn't connect with me i guess mm-hmm. but yeah gsp is definitely one of them. uh randy couture you know the uh, the earlier days he's mm-hmm. the um, dude he won he's won five ufc championships like he was ufc champ heavyweight champion three times mm-hmm. light heavyweight twice uh jose aldo and it's unfortunate that you didn't see jose aldo at his prime you know like we talked we made predictions for yeah. the fights a couple weeks ago and yeah. just i just really i really wanted jose aldo that dude is a legend it's another guy uh, dominic cruz probably another guy, another guy maybe um, you could you could put Do- yes you could put dominic Cru- eh, yeah you could put dominic cruz Cejudo there uh, would be another person that you could arguably put up there Cejudo's, yeah that, that's that's one Although and then also okay um just did. from a global a global um you know, phenomenon standpoint, uh, Ronda Rousey. Cause you know, she, for a time before she got exposed that she can't do any standup, um, she was dominant, you know, she, she went on a tear of, uh, only first round arm bars. Like that's, mm-hmm. it's very impressive. And, mm-hmm. uh, her, as far as, you know, the women, uh, Joanna, you know, there was a time Joanna was, was dominant and untouchable. Mm-hmm. You want a young J-check, but I mean, she's, yeah, she's trying to figure it out now. And then, uh, do you know uh, Cain Velasquez? Yes. Yeah, that guy was, they call him Cardio Cain. This dude, uh, first of all, he's a heavyweight with mm-hmm. the gas tank of a lightweight. Mm-hmm. And, and he was, um, you know, it, was, it, was just, it just sucks because it was, I think it's back injuries and neck injuries. Yeah. Like, he just, the, what, what, the, what he did to his body to prepare himself to fight or to be a fighter is what you know was yeah. shortened his career but he was he was the scariest at one time i think of all oh, yeah. the fighters i mentioned i feel i mostly feel for tony ferguson just because this yeah. is a dude that should have been given the title shot over however many years and it's just like it's so unlucky that we are where we are today yeah. where it's just like that yeah it, it frustrates just, me so much <laughs> with tony you, you know what i want to happen this is this would be, but he'll uh, be back. the dream come true of all. Like what? He'll be back for sure. He'll be back. What what I want to happen? Uh, I want Khabib to eventually retire. Let's say he beats Gaethje, retires. We're just making this up, right? Um, Ferguson is going to be lightweight champion eventually. He, I, you know, he's one of those guys. I want him and Khabib to never fight each other. Oof. And years down the line, I want them to do a reality show called Khabib and Tony doing things. <laughs> just like Khabib and Tony, just like buddies, they, they go swimming or maybe fishing for the first time. They go camping. You'd rather that show. than Khabib and Connor? Uh, <laughs> Khabib and... Uh, I, we saw Khabib and Connor already. And I don't think that fight's going to happen again. Oh, based on fights we've never seen. Oh, oh. So kind of like them just like doing things like fishing or freaking like reality yeah, just, 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 them, just them being friends like years later after their fighting career is over you're talking about two most, fighters that would never do that oh i absolutely not they would never do that ferguson that made me. ferguson you have like a shred shred like shred hope thin of hope but khabib would never do that khabib no is kind of like to me almost kind of like Kawhi leonard where he just does his damn job and that's it he doesn't care about Dude, the money he was offered yeah. like a hundred million to fight in Abu Dhabi by this one dude, and Khabib was like, "Why I need money? Why why that much money? Yeah. <laughs> you know?" Yeah, he doesn't need money. Like he fought Conor McGregor. Of course, he made a lot of money for that, but 
he doesn't need to fight him again. And they're saying it's a big money fight. He doesn't care about money. He beat yeah. Conor McGregor, dominated him, and he doesn't need to prove anything with that again. Yeah. Tony Ferguson, though, he'll be back. Um, fight that I'd like to see him take immediately after this would probably be... I feel like you got to do it. You got to give him... Do, does he want that big money? You know? Uh, go for wait, Conor. Oh, Ferguson, Conor? Yeah. Take it. Do yeah, it. we'll do see, it. man. Do it. But uh, realistically, I think um, the best fight would be Ferguson and um, uh, Poirier. Ferguson Poirier. Yeah, especially after that hooker beat up. That that was amazing. Yeah, yeah that's that's it. Um, I, but I can see uh, it just it sucks, man. I can see Poirier doing a similar game plan to what Gaethje did. And succeeding? Because I don't know. Here's and, the deal, and, man. And, and succeeding. Yeah, I, I don't know. Dude, t- yeah, Tony Ferguson is scary, man. That, that... Here's the deal. Well, because <laughs> you could say he was, he was training for a different fighter uh, for years. Uh, but yeah. It's so frustrating because the thing that you wanted to happen, semi didn't want to happen, it happened. Yeah. Gaethje threw a yeah. monkey wrench into everyone's plans. It's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I made that prediction a while. I, yeah, I wanted Gaethje to mess up everybody. Mess up everybody's story. <laughs> you have a weird Stockholm syndrome with messed up matchups, yeah. man. Okay, because yeah. now there's like that mystique is gone. Like Tony Ferguson's win streak is over. I mean, Khabib still has the mystique of being undefeated, but th- there's no more that magnitude. The magnitude of the fight is just not, not quite. I think it could still be, be the there same. if 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 Tony. I think they will fight honestly by the end of. Because Khabib's come out saying a couple of times he wants that fight even as a legacy fight. It will probably still be a title shot. Like, I still feel like Khabib's gonna... Khabib will game plan right for for Gaethje. uh, Because uh, it's just we've never seen him be stopped in his wrestling aside from from Ayakinta, you know? Aside from that decision round, it's just like... And even then, it was a decisive... It was pretty consensus. The consensus was that Khabib just... He ruled that fight even though it wasn't a submission, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there you have it. Top five and stuff. You know, people, we didn't. We could, if it was a top ten, we'd be here for another five hours. Um, five hours easily. Minimum. But just a little before we, uh, before we go. Um, yes. tomorrow on Saturday we've got uh Till and Whitaker as the main event. We've got your boy Fabricio Verdum, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. versus uh Alexander Gustafson at heavyweight. The co-main is uh Rua versus. Noguera, um, oh Noguera, yes, little nog. Welter him. welterweight. I love uh, Alex Oliveira versus Sabota. That ought to be interesting, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So who? Uh, <laughs> quick, quick little prediction game. Um, fights. Do you care about? Do you care about Carla Esparza at all? And Marina uh, Carla Esparza. Rodriguez. Yeah. Wait. First of all, is is she the one? Is she the wrestler? She's the one that won the straw. Yeah, she's the one that won the Ultimate Fighter. Yep. Where the winner was a strawweight champion. Uh, no, not so much. Her fighting, she's a she's a very good wrestler, grind it out type, type of fighter. Very boring to watch. Marina Rodriguez. I have no idea who that is. Apparently, she's ranked number nine. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, uh, none at all. I do have a little. I definitely, of course, the heavyweight fight. Gus Gustafson coming back from retirement. How often do we say coming back from retirement? Way too <laughs> from MMA way fighters, too from often. MMA fighters. <laughs> well, not okay. Maybe maybe not way too often, but it's, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I don't know if it's okay. <laughs> maybe it's not way too often, but it's often hearing, enough where it doesn't bear any weight. Yeah. You know. 
yes yeah exactly like hearing a fighter's retiring you're just like uh okay fine <laughs> whatever you say if lebron wins um, the championship this year and he says he's retiring he's not coming back like that's probably it uh, for him oh yeah yeah you know stuff like that um well, no, I, it, wasn't it wasn't it a dream of his to play in the league with his son at the same time or something? <laughs> that's possible. It is possible. I mean, that's like at his I at mean, his physique, it is possible. If he's okay not being the MVP, yeah, he he can play for another eight years. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. see. Um, yeah, so so the Verdum Gus fight, I'm I'm excited for that. I just want to see how uh, Gus is going to look. He's going to be faster. Uh, Verdum is slow. I think he's coming off. Um, yeah, he's he's he's, he's old. coming he's off that loss MMA against uh, Volkov. Uh, yeah, and also like a two-year like freaking um, suspension, something like that. Yeah. Um, I just yeah, I mean, he's, he'll he's gonna go down. You know, Verdum is one of the guys that's gonna go down as you know one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. I think Gustafson's gonna. Verdum, yeah. man, it's sad that my biggest, like, my most notable memory of him is that interaction between him and Tony Ferguson. Just the whole, <laughs> man, shut up, I'll ankle pick you. <laughs> he said I'll ankle pick you. Tony, didn't, I think he said something along the lines of, like, have fun fighting on my under, like, oh my god, Tony, <laughs> you got some, you got some cojones on the, on, on you, buddy. Yeah. But who do you got there? You got Gustafson? Uh, yeah, I got Gus. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's definitely the fight I'm, the most i'm definitely the most interested in, in that really i'm the um, main event is the is pretty interesting oh yeah. to me middleweight i feel that's like if till too. wins i'm pulling for till yeah. just because if till I'll, can somehow yeah. go up and uh the next fight would be till versus either adesanya or coaster right that could be oh the, you're yeah. talking if till wins against whitaker yeah oh th- this is this is a number one contender it, they're, they're not announcing it as a number one contender fight but whoever wins this fight is the number one contender for for middleweight definitely exactly so like um, I'm I'm pulling more for Till just because I like his style yeah, a little more. I'm I'm pulling yeah definitely yeah D- Till's style I like more. I think I'm sure Whitaker's a favorite though. He right? is the favorite. Yeah. Um. I'll go with Darren Till. Yeah, he's more exciting, more charismatic. Robert Whitaker. Um. As <laughs> quoting Chael Sonnen, uh, with Robert Whitaker, uh, when he enters a room, you can hear a rat piss on cotton. <laughs> but no, no, Chael said that about Henry. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just don't care. Yeah, the guy that I walked out on main event at UFC in Chicago, I walked out for his fight. I just have no interest in him. Uh, Robert Whitaker is a very, very good fighter, though. Mm-hmm. Um, another reason why I want Darren Till to win is because he has like he can't control how he gets catapulted into stardom and title shots. This happened in the welterweight division. He was catapulted too quick, and now he's in a situation where he's trying to kind of take it slow, moves up to middleweight. Beats Gastelum, which is which is always a contender, and once again in a situation where he can fight for a title soon, is in a title eliminator. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so I yeah, I definitely I I want that Gastelum fight was pretty was really good, all things considered. It's like you're getting two uh, completely yeah. different Gastelums between then and like whatever the whoever the hell fought like last week. It's just yeah. like, whatever the heck. Gastelum, he needs to he needs to just take dieting seriously and just go back down to welterweight. This dude has, he can lose weight. That dude has, like, no definition on his body at middleweight. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> um, so, here, going, because I'm sure you don't know much about the, um, the co-main, right? Mauricio Hua versus Nogueira. Uh, the only thing I know about Hua is he, at one point, was supposed to, he went, at one point fought Jones and lost. That's about it. Yeah, he, he won the light heavyweight championship. 
which everyone expected him to do when he finally made it to the UFC mm-hmm. from Pride. He won. He won the title, and unfortunately, his first title defense was against an up-and-coming John Jones. John Jones. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll still, I mean, don't get is, me wrong, I'll still yeah. watch it. I'll still watch, like, the top three. For yeah. Sure. Th- these guys, uh, both from, these both are Pride, uh, you know, veterans from Pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, legends, dare I say, but they are literally, as far as MMA years, they are senior citizens. <laughs> uh, this is the third time they're fighting third time they're fighting each other and yeah it's just they need to wait first of all where is the fight taking place in um this is the flash forum oh in abu oh shoot they're going to abu dhabi um it's fight island to, eh? uh yes yeah, man yes island get it in get your money's worth get it yes they need to retire after this fight these guys are legends when i say legends i mean old uh, <laughs> uh yeah right. you know they, they they have their time but they're just kind of just dragging it out yeah hopefully it should be a good event we might talk about it if if anything notable happens talk about it next week oh, yeah. or some other obscure mma topic this is th- th- this fight card is literally one title shot like one i'm sorry one title fight from it being a pay-per-view like that's a decent <laughs> yeah it's pretty know, decent card. like i feel if yeah um one other tidbit so we got the two bigger events that we know about stipe the the trilogy stipe oh and yeah koimia happening later in the year and you got costa and uh adesanya for oh yeah uh the middleweight so all in yes. all pretty solid year for mma like coronavirus and whatnot Corona, yeah know, screw it and and it's and hey you know the ufc's got a contract with espn and they got to knock out a certain amount events in the year for them to make their money so oh we're, we're getting ufc shoved down our throat and i'm loving it i'm loving it it's getting more coverage yeah. like yep. Stephen a smith is actually starting to get a little better at covering and talking about he's, it it's, look he's gonna get better people can't be stop you know people no i'm not i'm not so one of those with him. i'm not one of those no, that frustrating with him at all i love the fact that he's even trying oh to yeah talk no, about I, it, you I, know? I know you're not one of those but this is just going out to the you know the to our listeners like tom <laughs> I'm just kidding. but our listeners that people that are just bashing him like this dude's there's a reason why he's the highest paid analyst or or reporter he's or whatnot really good at his in, job dude because he's good at his job he's, and he's crazy gonna get, good he's gonna get good at at mma it's just, hard just to talk about it's hard to have like a compelling what you want to follow that guy or it, like, yeah. character you know to, to have his body of work but yeah um Final, final thought. Just do you, yes. do you, um, along the lines of UFC with the ESPN thing, uh, do you think the UFC will pull out one more matchup that we don't know about? Just one more out of its, you know, it, make it happen for the year. Like one more fight, one more. Like, like, like a com- big event? Yeah, that isn't confirmed. Like a yet. huge event? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. They're, and what will that fight they be? They always. They always knock out something huge, like uh, like end of the year type things. They always knock it out. What they, would they, be? They'll, they'll there'll be another one, and they're gonna um, oh yeah. And and what? What you? In say? your opinion, what what it would it be? For me, I think honestly, the most yeah, realistic thing would probably be Khabib and Gaethje. If if Khabib like mentally oh, is ready, I I think I think that's kind of in the bag. That's gonna that fight's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But the other, it's thing, not gonna be a surprise. I feel like if the UFC. Really wants to, you know, defeat 
<laughs> or like really give it to coronavirus just like you know screw it this may be the worst year for it but Nate Diaz 3 oh Nate Diaz Connor mm, that's a that's it, a can, good one. it can happen anytime and if Connor wants but that's the thing yeah that's the thing it can happen anytime and they're they're gonna they're gonna hold on to that card or any uh, kind or or you know taking a step back i feel like any conor mcgregor fight would probably yeah that's it's, that's it's my realistic. guess a, a, yeah. yeah that's my guess too a conor mcgregor fight and um, Santa, come that's it, it's it's not gonna be for a title it'll be um if i had to take a guess it's got it poirier again you know maybe because they have fought before maybe mm-hmm. poirier at lightweight or i mean conor looked good at 170 so maybe he'll take on a contender mm-hmm at uh at 170 but yeah conor mcgregor would be if i had to take a guess also you know it's it's coming from a place of wishful thinking as well i can always mm. use a conor fight cool all right eric that's been uh your top five versus uh newbie top five not, not bad a conversation hey. at all hey um, it's solid man you got a solid <laughs> solid base all right guys that's been the crunchy take for this week uh be sure to check in on spotify youtube Google Podcast, Radio Public, or any major podcast uh, platform that you like to listen to, we are on it. You can find us by typing in the Crunchy Take on any platform. Thanks for listening, guys, and join us next week.